Welcome to Car Talk. I'm Matty J. I'm Alan. I'm Derek. I'm James. I'm Paul. <laughs> we have a special guest sitting in, Dean, as well. He's a silent partner tonight. He's <laughs> kicking back in the corner. How are you guys? Welcome back, Alum. Uh, welcome back to the show, mate. Thanks for having me. I thought you would have known. I, I could have sworn I told you I'd be back for another week. Not, not this week. No, you you just weren't paying attention. He didn't even invite me to the kickback. I didn't know you were Ooh. here. I did not know you were here. That's so bullshit. You said to me, Alum, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thanks for coming on the show, Alum. Uh Paul, Luca, and or was it Derek? As he's called, studio dog. name. <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. Alias. <laughs> and James, uh, not normal. The not the normal James we have on the show. Uh, this is uh, a different James who's who's going to be talking about his build tonight. So, how are you, James? Good, good, Matt. It's good to be back. It's been a few, been a few. Oh, probably been about eight, nine months now since I last came back on the show. It's, it's been a while. I'm not going to uh, lie, it has been a while. Uh, um, you've had a massive build in the works. I have, which I we'll, have. Which we'll get to in a moment. We will. Um, but uh, Paul, how you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Not too bad, I'm mate. A bit cold. It's a bit chilly out there. It's a bit cold. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> night for the turbos to go out. Or mate, <laughs> <laughs> All about that boost. Hey, we're all turbocharging here, even Dean. <laughs> yeah. He's got the diesel Navara turbo. <laughs> Uh, no, that's good. Um, so, <laughs> oh, yes, we are all, all turbo, but uh, you and I rocked up in a, a naturally aspirated uh, oh, yeah. Hilux, Hilux <laughs> mm. which, is, which is always a good bit of fun. Um, so, car updates. Uh, we'll, go around, we'll go around the room. We'll start with you, Alan. Any car updates with you? No, Rex is just running as it should. Have you had a tune yet? No, I can't have a tune. Have you put the exhaust on? No. I will do it when I bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Only because <laughs> I've been quote unquote guaranteed by a mechanic that it doesn't matter for the tune. So mm. I'm just going to so see what, how it goes. So no car, car updates as of yet. Yes. Are you running? 03 WRX. Oh. I think you should, if you change the exhaust from the turbo back, you should get a tune. And then it'll blow, and then it'll be out of car. Yeah. I mean, a mild tickle just to fix up those uh, those um, variations. Well, well, my theory is tune it till it blows on the dyno, and then you rebuild it. See, that sounds like an expensive experience that you've gone through, Luke. Yeah, I don't suggest it. You want to tell us about it? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> too expensive. Um, Paul, car updates with you. So you're, you're running two cars currently? Yeah, oh, two cars, three cars, I don't know, I can't keep <laughs> out these days anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so... He's actually an Uber car. driver. Yeah, I'm actually an Uber driver, but we'll get Goober. to that. Goober! No, he Goober. actually, he actually yeah. does Uber. That could be the first um, F6 Uber in Australia, potentially. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wouldn't be picking up bloody you know, people in Uber for the F6. But um, the most recent update would have to be tomorrow. She's going into, old, uh, what do you call it, Autobahn, to have the gauges looked at, because they've sort of... Um, crapped themselves, so they're all getting redone. The, the automator once? Yeah, oh, the automator, yeah, not even 12 months of having it. Mm. The cobalt just mm. kicked the bucket. So, so, were they installed professionally or did you do them? No, no, professionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe that's the problem, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Well, you think for a legitimate business that they'd be able to handle it, but apparently not. So, yeah, it's going into shop tomorrow. It's going to be pulled apart, redone. I had the KN. Um, uh, screen put in the eight-inch oh, yeah. screen, and uh, yeah, the guy just said that whoever's done this job's done an absolute crap job. So, it's getting go. pulled apart, redone. So I'm excited about that. Tomorrow afternoon it should be done. He's excited, people. I'm He's excited, excited to finally get to jump back in and actually feel good again. Mm. Just been joining the studio with the man himself, Tyrone. How you doing, dude? Yeah, not too bad. He's rocking the double grey. Yeah. <laughs> 
<coughs> Nike on Nike, which is always good. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, car updates with you, man. What's happening? Um, Charger's dead. What? Yeah, <laughs> I drove really? it around. I drove it. I drove it around the block, and then I put it in the garage, sort of half, half in, half out. Um, I was fixing the um, the tail lights. So I yeah. pulled the tail lights out. Um, you did them, that modern stuff, yeah. Yeah, going to refresh them and stuff, and then went to go start it to put it back in to go buy some paint. Yeah, it wouldn't start. It's clicking, clicking. So dead I battery. think no, nah, it's not the dead battery. I reckon it's the um, starter relay. The starter relay is gone. Okay. So I'm gonna. I was gonna do it before, but I didn't have time. I'm gonna go home, chuck the battery, and then try jump the starter relay, and see if it cranks over. If it cranks over, it's all right. Otherwise, it's the starter motor or starter solenoid. One of them. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm. Tried you... pushing it. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit, good luck. I just could not do it. Well, well that was me this morning. Um, what, what is the way? Oh, I don't know. It's just, I, it's just, a, it's, I just couldn't push it. That's it, it. It's an old heavy it's a crate <laughs> with an engine. 68 <laughs> charger, which is just, yeah. Yeah, nah. Like the Mustang, I can push easy, but this, nah. That's because it's like 30 cars long. It's just. It's not, I don't know, it's just heavy. It's really heavy. Yeah. I mean, nothing in it, just really heavy. That's the issue. Then you find it weighs like 1,400 kilos, time has just been weak. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. He's not as swollen. Because I tried to jump. I hooked up my car to the battery as well, tried to jump it. Yeah, it just wouldn't crank. So obviously it's not the battery. It's, Have you um, checked all the groundings and everything? Yeah, that's uh, that's, it. that's another thing I've got to look at, the groundings of that. But I don't understand. Like it ran. I drove it around, parked it, and then, yeah, just... Just, yeah, wouldn't it just it started to crank over and then it just went it just click 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 and that's it it wouldn't well, well we might have to come have a look but then yeah um, so from your short drive more power than the Mustang I don't actually I didn't, to be honest I didn't risk I didn't risk putting off with that but <laughs> from what I did from what I did yeah it, it is it is much more much more uh, much more powerful but um, yeah I didn't risk it just for the brakes until I um, get the brakes done properly so, yeah. I just did some fact checking. Uh, it weighs about 800 kilos. You just been. Uh, <laughs> Does not weigh 800 kilos. 1800. Uh, 18. 18. Yeah. That's about as much as a Falcon. You can push around a Falcon. It's more than a Falcon. Well, a little more. Well, FGs are about that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like. Falcon's like plastic. This thing's full metal. Doesn't matter. Doesn't the weight's the weight. Everything's metal. Okay. A, a, a kilo of feathers uh, is the same as a kilo of bricks. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> you come over, I'll leave it where it was, and then right, you try to we'll push put it, it. We'll put a bet down. Some money, Tyrone. I can guarantee you, you will not be able to push it. Well, we'll put yeah, 200 bucks down. Because you know, it's, it's not... It's not um, you sure you didn't have it in park? It, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, trust me. It's not, um, it's not a flat ground, yeah? It's up uphill. I can do it. No. I'm a real man. So you're saying it's on a hill yeah. and it's in neutral and, and it's sitting there. That's not rolling. <laughs> no, because I chopped the wheels at the front. I'm joking. The story keeps changing. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Oh, no. oh, all good. Um, well, speaking of pushing cars, I had to push my Merc out this morning because we got towed to get fixed finally. Oh, yeah, it just laughs. Well, I had to book it in because it's um, the actual the fuel injector unit. It's like a complete sealed unit. Um, the seals that are gone, that's why it was just running super rich and mm. yeah um so 
had to book that in. It's it's taken over a month and a half to get. Or is it running super rich and just killing the engine? Yeah, just too much of fuel. Just too much fuel. Just mm. like just running that rich was just yeah. Um, just clogging, clogging the plugs and yeah, made the plugs so wet that they just would spark. Yeah, that's the same thing that happens with the um the Mustang, but obviously it's carbureted. If too much fuel goes in, you can adjust it. Yeah, it just um it just bubbles and just dies out. That's it. Well, and then and then you can hear it after that when you try to crank it over, but the amount of fuel that comes out of the exhaust is just too much. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just straight yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, that got towed today. Um, hopefully, by the end of the week, I should get that back, and it should be running sweet. It's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty quick turnaround. How much money do you have in the Merc at this point now? Let's just not answer the que- that question. <laughs> um, but the LTD is running lovely. Thank you very much. So I didn't see it here, but... Oh, I went with my brother uh, today. No, it's because the LTD is broken yeah, down. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, Luca, updates with you before we get to the big update with, with James over here. Um, you, it's it's a big fo- update. <laughs> Nothing, really. Don't think so. The Foz is quiet. I haven't driven the Foz in a couple of weeks, which you, I think you're going to take tonight. Why weren't you saying it was booked in for a... For a dyno? Yeah, in <laughs> a couple weeks. Yeah, in a couple uh, weeks. But the Foz? No. The just GF6. That's not happening yet. It's yeah, not an update yeah. yet. Oh, right. So it's pipe dreams. <laughs> so, so with your F6, what are you getting done? Getting well, the plan is just to get the turbo side intake and just get it retuned. So what, like a battery relocation as yeah, well? Yeah, battery relocation. So, okay. Yeah. And then just leave it for a while till I um, pay my debts. <laughs> what kit are you going to use for that? Probably the uh, XR6 Turbo development. Oh, why is that? Over someone like Plasma Man or Ant's cheaper. Performance? Oh, Ant's Performance okay. is even cheaper. It is, it is, it is. So I might go to Ant's Performance. Mm-hmm. What, what, what have you heard about Ant's compared to XR6 Turbo development? Oh, look, I've heard Ant's is pretty good. Um, I was looking at it today, it's 470 compared they, to... The, the, the new sort of business has just come in to undercut the existing one, so... Yeah. Yeah, they're obviously going to be cheaper than the Plasma Man or the Process West. Well, Plasma Man's over 700 bucks. Yeah. It, it is, it is, right. it is. And for the same thing, essentially. It essentially All it is thing. is piping in a pod yeah. filter. Correct. But, so if you can save mm. 200 bucks, um, yeah. Yeah, why not? If you can save 200 bucks, it's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good saving. But is it pretty much the same thing? It's exact, pretty much exactly the same kit. One just says Plasma Man. You know, it's obviously a... Bigger brand. Bigger brand, but I think it'll be fine. And you're getting it tuned where? Probably blue power, I'd say. And have you spoken to them about those parts? I have. And what they say? What they recommend? They said it's fine. So it's really just, just a bit of piping and intake, really. So nothing, nothing too major to be worried about. And power-wise, what do they, what do they reckon? I said safe should get to three eighty with the mods I've got. Okay. And blue power generally advise pretty safe yes yeah. compared to a lot of other tuners. That's they did say. Then we're not gonna. Overdo it. They want it to run safe. They're certainly not horsepower heroes. Blue power. Yeah, that's, that's right. For sure. That's what I like about them, to be honest. So, in terms of that, Luke, um, with your car, did you tell them it's already been tuned? Yeah, I did. And oh. I told them what's been done to it, and they said no worries, and just bring it in to, for an overall check, and um, to make sure it's all good. Yeah, sweet. So they're happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Couple of weeks and uh, the tune cleaned up. Cool, cool. All right, so James. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, this, this tune, is in. The, tune in. This Grab is, some popcorn. This is, this is a this is a big build. Um, so uh, basically, we got to get to a quick break before before we get to that build though. But uh, you're wearing the one three boost. Uh, I am the turbo taxi. Turbo taxi. For anyone out there listening, watch Carnage. It's it's, it's a good show. It is. It is. It is. Um, have you seen Carnage, Ellen? Um, I've seen the turbo taxi videos, but I don't know if they're the 
Like, yeah, under the carnage or not? So, oh. carnage is pretty much the build of the turbo taxi. Right, right. Yeah. After they hear about uh, this, this show, they're going to be doing a, a James Buckland edition. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, well, we'll get to what your car is right after this. Sure. We're back on Car Talk. Uh, just talking during the break with Tyrone. Um, kept his eyes on the uh, Shannon's auctions last night. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Well, I was at work, so I, had, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I worked. <laughs> well, S- sitting work. in the truck. I was. I was, just, I was sitting there doing nothing. So I was like, you know what? I might as well just put it on. And I had my iPad there. I was watching. I literally watched every single auction. <laughs> it, was, it was like 75 auctions. Um, I was waiting for the 69 uh, RT Charger white edition. Um, that... Uh, got sold for 105000 to someone in Melbourne, okay. which is good. So it stays, it stays in there. Uh, uh. not, not a 69 there. Uh. There was, um, there was a few nice cars there, though. There were a few, a few good old cars that got sold. Um, I still can't believe number plates, how ridiculous they get sold. Like, well, they are the, the worst. Um, the heritage, heritage ones. Yeah. They are like, they were getting sold for like ridiculous amounts. Some go for millions, don't they? Yeah. yeah. What was when the highest we, number last night? As an amount got mm. sold. Um, I think the highest one last night, it wasn't that high, but it was about 170000 For what number? Uh, in I, the I, hundreds I, or? Oh, I can't remember, to oh, be honest. Okay. But um, I remember when me and you went, there was one number plate. It was a two-digit number. went okay. for 350 wow. or something. It's funny you see those <coughs> number plates that are so expensive on a, um, on a cheap car. <laughs> Mm. Well, you'd be you'd be stupid to put a three hundred thousand dollar plate on a car. You, they, you buy them to to basically keep. just keep them. You say right? that, yeah. you, you say them that, everywhere. But, but you there really- was a guy that came into work. I've, I've said this story a few a few times, but <laughs> he had an AU Ute yeah, 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 that was the biggest bucket of shit you'd ever <laughs> see, and it had heritage <laughs> plates on there. Because <laughs> uh, I've seen like a like a family van with two digit plates on them in the northern suburbs as well, rocking it. What's wrong with the northern suburbs? You know it's struggling. <laughs> 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 well, Ed's got a like Ed from the show. He's, he's got a. He was there last night, and he's oh, like, he was, yeah. yeah, he's like to me. Um, there's a uh, a good money laundering scheme with with expensive license plates. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why. I I, I got to find. Oh well, try to look into why. Um, why why they why they're that expensive. It's just I don't know, just weird. Just because everybody wants them, like yeah, the heritage thing, I suppose. But I, I guess like, like if you want the plate like, do, number do, one, do people buy it? See, do they see like it's going to be going up in future, or do they just guess? I mean, like it's paying true. paying one hundred seventy grand on that versus paying something on a car. Yeah. Like even there was a comment. It's just, it's just a the, number plate. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like even even there's a there was a guy saying a comment like you can't drive a number plate. You know, well, obviously, you if you buy a car, you can't drive it. So I don't know. There was just I, don't know, I was blown away by the amount. But they're mainly just items of status at that point. That's like, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you've got that much money, it's a good talking point. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. But. You know, yeah, that's, that's what, that was another. My, uh, <laughs> if I had that kind of money, I'd probably that's do it. Right. Look, look yeah. how low my number is. There was is. actually one guy there who bought three items. He bought three items there. They were all. One, one. I think one was like a, a motorbike that he bought. Uh, one was a toy plane. It was a obviously a um, one of a kind plane. Yeah. And then he bought a car as well. So all in all, I reckon he spent probably close to nearly two hundred grand there, <laughs> just on the one night. Yeah. Solid night. Solid night. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Good size. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, 
we'll give we'll, we'll come back to that later on because there's there's a few interesting cars that sold for mm. really interesting prices. But but we'll, we'll go to the build um, because this is, this is the big moment of the show for for James here. <laughs> He's going to flex on us all of, of of this massive build. So your car is a FGX XI6 Turbo Manual. It is correct. The very last Falcon. The very the very last Falcon. Um, mm. And now you had an XR8 before this. I did. FGX. FGX. Um, what made you change? Just. Oh, when I, when I was about 18, my brother got one of the first F6s, and I drove that back in the day, and I thought, geez, I'd really love a car like this, but never sort of eventuated. Then I got to the XR8, and they sort of said that, well, that's it for the Fords. They're not going to make the turbos anymore. And I thought, well, I'd really love to jump in before they start getting their Ks up. So I thought, you know what, I'll uh, jump over to the XR6 Turbo. I spent a few weeks sort of looking around Australia, I actually had a deposit on one in Western Australia, which was a blue one, and ended up falling through. And then I ended up going for one a little bit more expensive here in Melbourne. Um, and yeah, I got that, drove it for a few weeks, and I thought, yeah, this isn't as good as I was expecting. So <laughs> might have to might have to do do a few things to it. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, I th- it was a little bit quicker stock than I thought it would be because I think they do have the overboost function. The FTX, they do, yeah. so it's somewhere. A little bit over three hundred at the flywheel, but yeah, it, it, it did go pretty good for a stock car, but it certainly wasn't going to end there. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's tends the reason you're here. Yeah. So, <laughs> about five months later, and we're <laughs> we're at this point. <laughs> at this point. So uh, you've um you haven't just done a engine build. You've done put suspension. You've yeah, done yeah yeah. You, you've actually done the basics first, and then yeah. worked your way up. So you've got. So start start from like sure. from where you started and and, yeah, and so I've, I've where you a little bit of a list. Let him get the book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So and then at the end of this, we want a cost as well. <laughs> oh, well, just for those right. playing at home who want to do it. Themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in terms of drive line, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> just let me clear my. <laughs> let, let me let me clear the throat. All right. So we've gone with a wave track differential. Do you know what a wave track differential is? And how it sort of compares to the true, true track. track? No. All right, so a little bit of a, a background. So true track, when you get one wheel off the ground, the true track won't engage both axles at the same time and keep spinning. The difference with a wave track is if one wheel loses traction, the other one's still spinning. So you'll have no moment, regardless of how traction's sitting, where one wheel won't be spinning. So with a wave track, both wheels will always spin regardless of the traction okay. situation. Cool. Um, after that... We put in the G&J Drivelines tail shaft. They, they're down. They're a mob down in Dandenong. Really good guys. That's probably rated to about sixteen, seven hundred horsepower. If, if anyone's ever watched uh, watched Full Boost, there's a. I think there's about an eighteen hundred horsepower XR6 Turbo from Sarah's Engineering. If you know uh, who they are, no, no, they run the G&J Drivelines, and that's gone something like eight point nine nine. So that certainly won't break. Um, and then I've done Super Pro bushes and diff bushes, pinion bushes all round. And what do you think um, about the bushes, James? <laughs> look, <coughs> they're certainly not comfortable. Um, if I was going to do it over again, they're, they're fully polyurethane, aren't they? If I was going to do it over again, I had a spoke. I had a chat to Matt down at um, Melbourne Drive Shafts and Balancing, and I said he he actually had a look under my car when I went in there and thought I said, look, something's not right here. And he said, well, everything's right. It's just the fact that you've put the polyurethane bushes in. And he said, if I was you and I'd do it all over again, I'd leave the standard rubber bushes in. And in retrospect, I probably would have done that. I probably would have just let the standard bushes flog themselves off. Um, 
but yeah, it's done now, so there's no way I'm going to be taking it back out. That's for sure. That's it. So what's wrong? What What do you find with the polyurethane? Because I was because I need to change bushes on the charger. Because and yep. they do have a set of full full set of polyurethane mm. and rubbers. Look, the the first thing is if you have a little bit of obsessive compulsive disorder like I do, you're going to hear noises everywhere. Oh, you're going to yeah. wake up in the morning, going to mm. start the car up, you're going to drive it in first gear out the driveway, and it's going to go. Wah, wah, yeah, wah. Yeah. That's something you don't want. It's all the squeaks. Secondly. You do get vibrations. You do get you do get NVH. NVH is something which increases incredibly when you put the polyurethane bushes in. I'm rolling at 100, and it's also part of the diff and the diff pushes as well. But at 100, it's you can hear it. So if you don't like noise and and I guess you don't like little creaks here and there, I wouldn't suggest polyurethane bushes. But for performance wise. You can really feel it. You can really feel the performance improvement. It tightens it up massively. Definitely tightens it up massively. I don't know if I'll be able to hear it after I put a blow on top of it. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's the thing. As soon as you get an exhaust, it sort yeah. of all went away, all the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for your four-inch. Well, that's right. We'll get to that. <laughs> but but just a last little thing. One thing I can recommend for anyone with an XR6 Turbo is Shockwork suspension. Absolutely sensational. Yeah. Really good, really good kit. Really from from good what I've kit. heard, they're, they're brilliant. And not only that, if you've got any questions for them, you can. they give you a mobile number to ring them and say, hey, I'm installing, what do I do with this, what do I do with that? And they just respond immediately. The the guy who actually manages or, or I guess started Shockworks is actually a development engineer from Ford and FPV. His name's Brett. Great guy, great guy. Really knowledgeable. So in terms of customer service and after-sales service, really good company to deal with. And they also do brakes. So, so did you? Mm. Did they do? Like, did you get coilovers for yours, or you got um, like just a shock and spring package? <clears throat> they do a full kit for a Falcon, which is about twenty four hundred, and that's the front shocks and the rear springs and dampers. Okay. So yeah, the full the full kit's twenty four hundred, and really in terms of Falcons, you can't get any better than that. Oh, mm. Nice. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, moving away from well, what do you want to chat about next, really, well, in terms of... It's up to you. Do you want to go into the engine or... So, oh, so go to the brakes next. Okay, well, mm. let, let's, let's go from the bottom up. So you, you've done driveline, you've done diff, you've done yep. suspension, mm-hmm. bushings, brakes. You, sure. So for a big power build, you're going to have to stop. Yep. So yes. what, what well, are you planning that for? That was... I sort of approach the builders to say, you talk about the power last, because if you've got all the power, you need to build all the other components beneath it to be able to take that. Correct. So I had a look at sort of the brake options available, and I guess the biggest and what I would thought would be the most reliable setup was the Brembo 6.4. Now, that's what came out on the sprints in the gold, um, and I purchased that from Race Brakes in Sydney. Now, they're really good on price. They, I think what they did was Ford really... Ford ordered in excess of what they had for brakes. So they probably ordered maybe five or 6,000 sets of brakes, and they only made maybe 1,000 cars. Yep. So they offloaded a lot of a lot of their additional, I guess, components to suppliers around Australia. Race Brake Sydney was one of them, and I tell you what, the price they did on that set of brakes, you just cannot beat it. Really good stuff. And again, after-sales service in terms of pads or rotors, just really knowledgeable people. So the setup as it is is six-piston front, and four piston rears. Now that's matched with VMAX rotors. So VMAX is a company down in Roxburgh Park. Now Luke also has them on his F6. I don't know if Paul has done that to his. Very, um, very good. So, very good. So they get blanks from China, I believe. And what they do is they CNC the little slots. And if you want to get drilled as well, but they don't recommend drilling, drilling them. Um, so that's all done in Australia, which is I thought was really impressive. And once again. 
comparatively to the Brembo pricing, really good. And I think in terms of performance, it'll be on par, if not better, to um, to the Brembo stuff. And just pads for now, I'm just running the Brembo um, OE pads. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cool. So then, so that that's brake suspension, mm. drive one sorted. Now, now the fun bit, engine. I'll just stop for a minute and go through the wheels. Right. Um, so when I was doing all of the suspension stuff, I had a chat to a company called Superpro. Superpro is the sort of people who do all the um, bushes and stuff like that, and they told me they have a a special kit called an extended clearance rear contr- uh, rear blade control arm. Um, now, that, what that enables people to do is, especially in FG sedans, is fit a tyre and wheel package that's larger than 275 because the 275 was the max of the FG Falcons. So I thought, geez, this is something I'd really be interested in doing. So I jumped on that, installed that, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. Now, the thing with that setup is that... I didn't even know they had that. They do. Uh, I I think it's exclusive to the FGX. I'm not sure why, but the way they marketed was at an FGX product, but I really don't see any reason why it wouldn't be FG as well. They didn't change driveline components FG to FGX. They did bits and pieces, but I don't think they would have done that. Mm. But if they've marketed it for FGX, probably be a bit more research. Now, what I did was when I installed that, they gave me a list of sizes and offsets that would work. And I found a set of rims that I like, which was um, work rims from Japan. And I thought, geez, I'd really like to go with these. Um, so I ordered those wheels, which took four months to come. And finally, the time came to install them. And I thought, well, look, Super Pro know what they're talking about. They've tested this kit a number of times on a number of cars. And in the end, I was actually wrong because I tried to actually put the wheels on in the offset and the size that they'd suggested. And they didn't quite fit. So probably the biggest letdown of the build so far is that I'll have to put spaces um, on the wheels, which is something that I really didn't want to do, but it has to be done because otherwise there's no way these wheels are going to fit because the offset goes closer into the car, which is something that can't be changed. So Do they clear the brakes? They clear the brakes. It's just the fact that the strut tower and the shock absorbers themselves come into contact with the wheels because I increased the offset from 36.5, which is what I believe all Falcons yeah, are, going. standard, to 55 on the rear. So essentially that pushes it in 19 millimetres closer um, into the into the rear of the vehicle, um, and it's just too tight. So I'm probably going to have to do something like a 10 or 15 mil um, just to safely run it, which is something I didn't want to have to do. But after speaking to a lot of wheel and tyre places, they said, if you get hub-centric spaces, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like they're pretty safe, like that. Mm, exactly. Don't go anything over the top. That oh, that's exactly right. But it's, look, it's just something that you put so much time and effort to. It just gets a bit disappointing when certain people let you down with the things they say. So. Four month wait too. Yeah, look, it was a four month wait to get those wheels, and they're excellent wheels, lightweight. Really happy with the quality, and the wheel supply did nothing wrong. It's simply a fact that the tire that the wheel don't fit as described from Super Pro, but. I guess that's cars. You yeah. just get little hiccups and these things happen. Hmm. Fair enough. So, th- so that's the wheels, so engine-wise. Oh, so this is, I guess, the most interesting part <laughs> and what everyone sort of cares about when they talk about XR6 turbos and power. Um, the first thing I did on the engine was I went down to Dynamite Performance, which is probably one of the premier workshops for XR6 turbos in Australia. They do, I guess, the only six-second 
Falcons in Australia. Yeah, they're the one that's got the. Rips. They're the one that's got the the rips. The R I P S S. She's the partner of the on the owner of the business, and I think she runs something stupid. It's like the fastest, like the uh, fastest street, street trim, legal, street, legal street trim yeah. XR6 Turbo, and he's also done a ridiculous 3.8 stroke or something, something ridiculous running into the low sixes. So I went down to them and they fitted the valve springs and head studs. They do their own uh, valve springs and they use ARP head studs. So really happy with the work they did. Um, so from there, I took it down to JDM Industries. I, my um, cousin has a factory next door to JDM Industries in Camberfield. Um, and that's where I spent countless amounts of hours um, working on the underbody, brakes, you name it. I've, I've worked on it. I, I, from all this experience, I can name every single nut and bolt underneath the XR6 <laughs> Turbo. Or, um, so, yeah, took it down to him and we just had a chat. And he, I said, look, he said, what are you looking to do? And I said to him, I don't want the – I want, I guess, as much power as you can get without opening the engine up. Because once you start opening the engine up, you've got to pull the engine out of the car. That's a hassle in itself. And it just comes into real big sort of money stuff. Um, well, you, you're, re- you're really adding an extra ten grand to your build when you talk about opening an engine. And I guess why people love XR6 Turbo so much is you can get so much power without opening the engine. So he said, cool. Um, and he said, what sort of turbo are you thinking of doing? And I said, well, you're the expert. Why don't you tell me? And he, this is probably the most impressive a- aspect of the build to date. There's a company in summary called Procharge. Now, Procharge are a Garrett genuine distributor, and they also um, modify a lot of their own sort of stuff. They've got million-dollar machines, CNC machines, all in-house. And they do three variations, one for a built engine, which isn't what I went for, and they just released something called the Pro 647 Series 2, which is the second iteration of the 647. Now, the option I went with... <laughs> the option I went with... Um, They've modified the rear housing and compressor wheel, um, and they've uh, and the and the wheel, and they've put a different compressor on the front, a point seven zero AR, I believe, with a precision style wheel at the front, and just just the feedback they've had from Series One, the Series Two is another iteration of that. Just some really impressive stuff. So, I guess what we're hoping for is. The ability to run into the 500s, which is probably in a little bit excess of what I'll be doing, with boost coming on from 2500. So you've got your standard spool, but with a top end ability. So that's what you want, though. I guess that's really the ideal setup for the Barra engine, which is what something that they've been able to research and develop. Now that's paired with a um, Turbo Smart Generation 5 external wastegate. So as you all know, the um, XR6 turbos are internally gated. Now, the issues with that is you come into a lot of um, boost management issues, especially when you're trying to push anywhere above really 15 PSI. So when the exhaust gases are running through the external uh, or the internal gate, because there's so much air going through there, there's a little bit of difficulty in managing that. So a lot of people offer an, off, uh, opt for an external gate option which is a turbo smart unit, or you can use precision units, or you can really use any units which you desire, which really help manage the boost a lot better. And that's a lot safer um, for the engine itself, really. Um, so we've we've done an external gate for that. Um, which so is that on the car now? 
that's on the car now, that, that was actually installed today. So we got the turbo. The rear house is ceramic coated. Um, they made a custom little pipe from the external gate under the dump, and that goes all the way to very close to the steering the steering um, tie rod. Um, so, yeah, that was installed today, and that, that, that's probably the most impressive component because it's cutting-edge technology. It's made in Australia, and we're really looking forward to seeing how that, um, I guess, comes out in the tune. Um, so we've put a Dodge 525 Hellcat um, fuel pump in. That's from Walboro. Um, that's E85 compatible. We'll be running E85. Um, and like Luke was saying before, you've got all these different options. I ended up going for Plasma Man stuff, so I went for a Plasma Man Stage 3 intercooler. Now, let me tell you, installing that intercooler into an FGX is is probably the most frustrating and difficult time <laughs> I had because the thing that I'm starting to realise about all these tuners is they say minimal cutting required but by, minim, by minimal cutting required it really means you're going to be there for eight hours trying to find the right angle so you can fit this thing in so any time you read those things online don't believe it because it's not true you're not the first person to say that I think, <laughs> I think we've had many um, uh, just bolts on never no it, it really doesn't work never, like that never that easy so that, that's mated with a Plasma Man air battery relocation kit, and that's, I guess, done so you can get the turbo side intake in, which is a four-inch turbo side intake. And I've also cut a little hole in the top of the battery box because it's not a cold air intake. If you look at the way the FG is um, designed, up above that battery box, you're not getting any air in there. Any air in there. So I cut a little hole in the battery box, and I'm not going to run a um, front left driver side fog light just so we can ram a little bit more air and hopefully make it a cold air intake because there's nothing cold air about putting an intake in a battery box. Let me tell you. Get a little turbine where you put the fog light. So well, that's right. <laughs> Get a little Disneyland. Yeah. Hey, James, I actually have a question. You know they say minimal cutting required. Yes. Is the car still... Like Road roadworthy wheel. after you start chopping at the body? Or? Sure. So <laughs> lot, I've, I've been saying to a few people that have been asking me this, if I was to go to Vic Roads and they were to say, let's roadworthy your car, they'd be ticking things that are roadworthy because there's a lot more things that aren't roadworthy in the car anymore than that are roadworthy, let me tell you that. Well, you've got an external gate. so that's An external gate, but beyond that, where another good little shout-out I've got is the, the exhaust. The exhaust is from a company called Extracted Performance Exhausts. They're up in Dandenong. They're very close to Max Performance. In fact, they're maybe three or four da- doors down from Max Performance. Max Performance is another really good tuner um, for XS6 turbos. So what they did is they did their four-inch custom dump. They use 304 um, grade stainless, and they have their own machines which can actually mould the flange to fit perfectly into the XR6 Turbo Turbo. That's pretty good. Which is very impressive. Are you keeping that flange for your for your new turbo? The I use the... I, um, Procharge used the um, OE Ford rear housing, and that rear housing bolts in to the um, into this new um, four-inch dump pipe. Um, or I'd say it's I'd say it's a catalytic converter setup, but it's not. It's a straight-through system. <laughs> um, Allegedly, we like well, look, Mexico. The, the, they're that good these days that what he's done is he's actually done a, a dummy cat. So it looks like <laughs> a cat converter, but really it's just a straight pipe. So oh, if the officer says, "Well, oh, why does it stink so much?" I'd say, "Officer, there's a dump pipe there. Oh, there's, there's a dump pipe with a cat. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing." But if they put the uh, 
if they put the little the little node behind the car that tests the emissions, I don't think it'd pass. That's I think you're going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> because when when you're sitting at idle, you can, especially with 98, I haven't smelt it with the 85 yet because it's yet to be tuned. But with 98, you can probably gas yourself in your car park if you're not feeling the best one day in about three minutes. I'd say not even. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the majority of the components used, and just little things like once you start getting into these power levels, you've got to change the the oil feed to the turbo because there's a little restrictor on the inside of the block, and and you've got to put different um, manifold studs in to to handle the higher boost pressures. There's just so many little things that come once you start putting some power through an engine that just adds up so what about the um the boost control you've got yeah so i look i had a sp- i had a chat to dion from um dynamite and he swears by the xr6 turbo oe boost control he says there's nothing wrong with it but the the, the problem i had is that i really just wanted to have a system where i could sit on the sit in the passenger seat and just press a button do 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 15 16 17 18 and the stock the stock boost controller can't do that you can get the xct scanner in there but it really doesn't sit as nicely so i thought oh i had a chat to ender and there's the person building the car at uh, jdm and he said why don't we go with the e-boost so the e-boost pretty much will control the external gate and that will enable me to sit in the car and go 15, 16. So we're going to start at 14 psi. That's the, that's the I guess base spring pressure that the external gate is set at 14 psi, and the e boost will allow us to go up until any number of the my heart desires. But safely, you really wouldn't want to go anywhere over 20, 21 psi with a setup I have. So it'll probably be me controlling it from 14 to 21. Now, as, as I've said from Luca. If I'm driving my grandmother around the streets on a daily basis, we'll sit at 14. But if we get the hero pull up to me with his missus and have a look and say, look at this idiot in his XR6 turbo, we'll be pressing the button up to 21. Let me, let me, tell, let me tell you that. Um, so, yeah, in terms of things remaining, um, we've just got to install a few more little components, got to do heat shields. All that stuff is ceramic coated because I really wanted to keep the the temperatures in the engine bay down. Um, and I had a chat they to do en- run hot barrels. So. They do run hot. So we decided to ceramic coat the dump pipe. I've ceramic coated the manifold, the turbo rear housing ceramic coated, and the heat shields are ceramic coated. And that was all done at uh, race coatings down in Warrigal. I drove down there and had a chat to Matt. Uh, he does some really impressive stuff down there, and that probably reduces the the I guess uh, temperatures on the hot side of the engine bay by about thirty percent, and just something for a bit of I guess knowledge for you guys is that he's um, implemented a new technology which is spraying plasma. I, I, I really don't know what that means, but he's spraying plasma onto the um, onto the components, and that supposedly that new technology will add an additional thirty percent heat reduction. So. Going forward, so you're it's looking at 60%, heat 60%, but at the same time, that's probably three times more expensive than general ceramic coating. Alan, you're the smartest one in the room. Uh, mm. Tell us what plasma is. Yeah, what is plasma, Alan? So, generally, all your elements are supposed to exist in the solid, liquid, or gaseous phase. Yes. Uh, occasionally, if you do some weird things, like put a candle in a microwave, which mm-hmm. I don't know why you do that, <laughs> you can get something called plasma. It's, okay. it's like a fourth kind of phase. Okay. Um, how he's manipulating that, I'm not sure, but it sounds, sounds complicated. So yeah. for 60% extra cooling, it's, it's pretty bloody good. Well, 60% compared to... 30. 
Uh, no, compared to right. yes, that's right. Standard, correct. Just gonna give me um, two minutes. But realistically, that'd be that'd be something that's only used for extreme applications. Mm. At least so, now, when you go to when you reach seven hundred kilowatts one day, it's done. <laughs> no, look, the, the the build as I've done it is will be the extent of the build. I really so don't have any if, any if, plans of updating wood, anything. Touchwood, yes. If it does pop. Would your plan be to uh, go hard, go big, or would you just... The the plan would be to reassess... Um, <laughs> so how much money you've got Potentially <laughs> buy a second car until I have the funds to yeah. do a, uh, a full engine rebuild, which which in itself would probably be looking at 15000 because I'd probably opt for an atomic kit, one of the either 698 or the 998. Just just for bulletproof reliability. Just for bulletproofness and reliability, although, although it only comes with a 12-month uh, warranty, but you'd think it would last a few years, yeah. Long-term game, you're keeping the car for good, or...? Look, the what what I think will happen is when, when when you've got a standard car, it seems to last. But when you start playing around, when you start changing all the components, I really don't see this car lasting more than ten years with all the modifications I've done. It's just going to put immense stress on the engine, immense stress on all the. But components. you've done all the, you've done like you've upgraded the, the main parts that are going to. Yeah. The only thing that's left to go wrong is essentially your clutch and your engine. Like that's well, it. Sorry, I missed that. Um, clutch, we've gone for a Mantic. Um, Ceramitalic uh, twin plate clutch. Okay. So Mantic's a, a company in Melbourne based in Thomastown that do some really good stuff. They do a lot of uh, exporting to the US. They do stuff like Mustangs, really good quality stuff. Heavy clutch now? Is it? Oh, I've been told that the pedal feel will be very similar to stock, but you'd come to expect it for a high horsepower application. It's going to be a little bit heavier, yeah. Okay, no, nice. Mm. So p- power figures, Before actually before we get to that, we've got to go to an, another break, but... Um, let's take bets of power figures. Uh, how much do you reckon he's making, Alan? Um, he, he, how much do you reckon he'll make? Two, two twenty at the rear. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say if you're running it conservatively or safely. I don't know four eighty five. Yeah. Tyrone, what do you think? I don't know. Um, well, he said his potential could get over five hundred, couldn't he? The, these are, mm, these are guesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. Hurry up, Taro. I go four four seventy. Four seventy, Paul. I'm going four twenty. Blaze it. I'm going four forty seven point six. <laughs> I'll go an even. I'll go four fifty. Um, so we'll be right back after this. That's why you're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Still in the studio with all the boys. Here. We've got another full house, another week of full houses. Um, so we've all put guesses as to what this will be making. So you, you are running an E85. That's correct, Will, will yes. you be doing flex tune like 98 and E85, just in case you get screwed one day? Look, I would love to, but to get a flex tune decently set up, decent system, you're looking at an extra probably two grand on top of... Oh, on right. top of everything. So, so flex tune, just... you can literally go to the petrol station, put 98, yeah. drive away, and, and then put and 85 and drive away, essentially. Correct. So flex tune, what it, what it all does is there's a sensor between the fuel pump and the, um, I guess, in the injectors, so anywhere, anywhere in between. And the fuel going in is, I guess, um, sensed, and they determine what composition of ethanol versus petrol is in. So if you put E5, you can run it on E5, and it adapts the tune based on the ethanol content of the petrol. So you'll, I'll describe how they set it up. So you sit on the dyno, fill it with E85. It starts with E85. You tune for E85. You put maybe 10% of uh, 98 in. It'll go down to EA2, E81, something like that. 
So then they'll tune based on that calibration. And you're just mm-hmm. teaching the computer how to manage the, I guess, timing at every type of fuel. So that way, it doesn't matter what combination it has, it will always have the intelligence to work out what's the best, I guess, timing to advance in the, in, yeah. And I guess that's why it'd be, be so expensive because they've got to adjust for, they've got to, well, they got to tune for every single variable. Exactly. It's, 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 it's probably most of the job is in, is in the tuning. But again, the sensor in itself is expensive. That comes from a company, Zetronic. So I think, um, Haltech also do their own, but that's, I guess, the same sensor as Zetronic. There's a company in America that started that. So you're keeping the factory ECU? The, the factory ECU is, um, yep. Because the factory ECU is pretty good. It, it, yeah. It's not a Haltech setup. You can get a, a Haltech piggyback now, which pretty much enables you to manage the whole setup. Um, for my application, it's not necessary. I think that's something like 2500 for a, a – so they do a, a, a Haltech specifically for the Barra now. So you can just plug the um, connectors from the Barra straight into the Haltech. It sits in the same spot as the – I think it's a PCM. That's what it's called. Yeah, at the – um, it's, it's in the engine bay. Yeah, yeah. the strut, yep. strut top. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's basically what controls the engine. Um, but, yeah, for, for my application, standard's fine. And what we're just doing is we're using HP tuners to piggyback – off the um off the standard ECU, um and just flash into that yeah, cool. So put us out of our misery. What are you? What power are you hoping for? Look, I'm not really hopeful for any sort of power. I just I just I'm interested myself to see where it's going to be. I've spoken to Ender, who's the tuner. Um, he's done he's done enough barrels before to really be able to advise me. Um, in terms of the 525, that's a pretty new fuel pump. So we're really not sure what that's going to be able to deliver. I've got 1,600 cc Bosch injectors. So look, safely, every day on the street, I'll probably be sitting around 400. But if I do want to go up to the 2021 20, PSI, it's very possible that it could get in the early 500s, 505, 510, but I really want, wouldn't want to be running that every day because no. the risks yeah. in running that really do become significant. Safely, I'd probably sit somewhere between 450, 460, but we're just going to have to wait and see, aren't we? Cool. That's, that's mm. exciting. So when, when's the big day for it to get tuned? Um, look, we've just got to do a few more little things. We've, um, we've got to put the oil feed to the turbo in. Um, we've, got to, we've got to run the uh, 98 out of the system. There's maybe six or seven kilometers left of that. And then we've got to put 20 liters of Yeti 5 in just so we can tune it. And obviously before that, I've got to run the clutch in a little bit because you don't want to be tuning on a on a brand new clutch, I'd say that much. Um, so look, Thursday or Friday, we should be we should be on the dyno ready to go. Um, I'm going to leave the front bar off. I've got to go, after all these modifications, I've got to go and get an alarm for the car. So we've got to put the siren up. <laughs> up near the uh, horns. Um, so, yeah, Thursday or Friday, we should be on the dyno, and hopefully by the weekend we'll be uh, we'll be going down like Luca does every Thank Saturday. Road. Like Luca does every Saturday night down at Chapel Street, just revving the shit of the engine. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exciting. Uh, uh, it's exciting, James. So, um, massive build. I'm too scared to even ask what it's going to It's the, the total price is going to be. But... Um, you've also done some cosmetic upgrades as well, interior-wise. Yeah, so interior, well, I'm thinking of actually taking them out now because after Paul said they only lasted a year, I'm not really too <laughs> confident about the autometer gauges. <laughs> and if they were professionally installed, I'd hate to see how long mine are going to last because I installed them myself. 
So, uh, look, they do come with a two-year warranty, so that's something Paul might have to look at. Automator do do a 24-month warranty on their products. You've got Automator um, as well, don't you? Should. Yeah. yeah. I don't have it at a problem. <laughs> well, I haven't um, had the car for that long, but the, said, the guys said they're in there for about four years now, so four or five years. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm pretty confident they should be all right. I, I did all the wiring myself, but I spent countless hours doing it all properly, all checked off with... Um, <laughs> But, you know, but look, it's one of those things you just never know. Maybe the product you got is less a lesser product or the quality control compared to the other, but that's something you just got to hope for. So hopefully it lasts. So gauges I've done, I've done, I guess, the two most important ones. I've done oil pressure. Um, I think another one, I did a wideband air fuel ratio. That's just so I can check if there's enough fuel or if it's too lean, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to be at that sort of power level. You don't, you don't, really don't want to be really <laughs> running... Um, that's it. Look, I, I think in retrospect, I should have put a fuel pressure. That's that's probably something um, important for me. But because on on this, the way we did this system is we didn't change the fuel pressure regulator. That's something we may we may look to do in the future. But yeah, we, it's really hard one because the five two five is a fuel pump that hasn't really been used much to date. So. But a little bit of experimentation, I guess. We just got to wait and see how it goes. Um, I. One of my friends is a um, a rapper, so he wrapped the roof. Um, look, the common stuff that a lot of people do in the XR6 Turbo is the roof, the mirrors, stuff like that. I blacked out the front grille, so it looks a little bit more more like an XR6 Turbo Sprint. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's been a long time to get to this, and just a little shout out to Luca, who's uh, who's lent me his uh, dark argent rims. Um, <laughs> For uh, for a couple of weeks while I get these wheel issues sorted out, um, I can't promise you there'll be tires left. By uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. They're going to replace anyway by you. I'm, so. <laughs> I'm joking, but yeah, no, there'll be no traction for the first two weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, mm. on private roads, of course. That's right. Mexico, correct. Mexico. Yeah. We, we only drive in Mexico. Don't we? Well, guys? yeah, the car can't really be registered because it's completely illegal anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. mm. no, that's. Really exciting, really good build. Mm. Um, it's it's interesting to get a person in here that's that's had an extensive build. Uh, one one of one of your other friends, uh, my other friends as well, Anthony, just just done a massive build on his on his WRX. So we we'll don't have to get him in here. And, and have to again. get him in a few weeks when it's that's been a good. He dropped it off uh, January third, so it's literally been six seven months. Yeah. Mm, very similar to mine, and uh, it'll be a good grudge match. That's that's for sure. <laughs> that'll be, a, that'll mm. be a good I'm looking run. forward to that day. Um, <laughs> it's interesting though. Like the only reason he built that car was just to piss off all the VW Golf drivers. You're sick of golf. You're sick of uh, golf. So well, golf's with, you spend a couple grand and you you're keeping up with some very fast cars, which is crazy. But technology, mate. The same can be said for XO6 turbos. Yeah, a few thousand. So. You're keeping how, up with how most much, things. How much have you spent so far? <laughs> oh, I, to be honest, I haven't really calculated it. A ballpark figure. Oh. A magician never reveals his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a friend of the ATM. Not really something. <laughs> not really something on the disclose of Northwest FM. That's for sure. <laughs> mm. uh, that's uh, really good build. Really good insight. At least you've done it properly. Not you've done just it properly, slapped yeah. a fat yeah. turbo. And, uh, and, and one one more thing I do want to say is I'm really looking forward to installing an alarm similar to which Luke has in his car, which will enable me to remote start the car, so I can wake up in the morning, start the car up. It has five six minutes to get up to operating temperature because that's something really important. It is, yeah. When you start coming into this sort of uh, or engine modifications in general, I guess. So yeah. And you can let the EA five like you know, uh, smoke you out when you're. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's right. When also I'll, the track, when, yeah. um, you can track too. 
What's that? Yes, you can track it. Well, that'll be something very important because as, as most people interested in cars will be aware, there's a point where insurance says, well, sorry, we're not insuring any this, 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 and this. And because the car's not roadworthy or if it was in a crash, it wouldn't be roadworthy, they'll say pretty much everything other than standard you won't be insured for. So, Who are you so, with, by the way? Amy. You can go to Sh- Shannon's. Do Shannon's do an insurance? Shannon's, Shannon's, I, I yeah. did. I did call Shannon's, and they said, "Sorry, we can't help you." I called a number. Really? Of, I called a number of insurance brokers, and they said the level of modification we cannot assist. <coughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of insurance companies say if you've touched the turbocharger itself, we will not insure. Really? Yes, yes, yes. You can do a lot of modifications, but as soon as you change the turbo, that's it. That's it. That's if you tell them, of course. A lot yes. of people change yeah. it without actually telling them. <laughs> Maybe Shreem and say, hello, it's James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. So, correct. so you've got a, uh, as a lightly modified vehicle then, I'm guessing? Um, the car's insured as a standard car for the for $40,000, which is which is still what XR6 Turbos, FGXs probably sell for, yeah. and I think they'll stay my, at that for a little while. My F6 got insured. The max I could get was 26. Really? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Really? No. Yeah. Who, who was that with? That doesn't oh, make what? any sense. Yeah. Who was that with? You sh- you sh- I would have said, I want an agreed value. That's, yeah. that's bad. They go by market value, and that's uh, the market no, value. No, no, you, you can, can ask for agreed, agreed value. You can get agreed value. Yeah. You can get agreed value. I was just done online to get it a bit cheaper, but... <laughs> No, uh, fix that up. That, I, I would fix that up. That's I would bad. fix that up. How much are you paying a year for forty thousand dollars? Eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. Really? Mm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. What? Eleven hundred. Yeah, that's very that, cheap. That, yeah, that's extremely cheap. Yeah, Amy, for forty thousand dollars. Yep. Oh, but then again, you are over the age of twenty-five. Twenty-five. That's yeah. right. Mm. I mean, I like. I'm, I'm with Shannon's uh, with all my cars. Like I know, I know you are Tyrone. Um, I, I'm finding them pretty good. Yeah, I'll, are they bo- expensive? Both no, not really. Nah, both. Well, I know both the um, the club cars are on Shannon, and, and they're cheap. Club they cars do, are way cheaper. Yeah, and they do um, agreed value because I told him mm. that I want it because the charger, the charger, I wanted at sixty at sixty grand, and he, he put it. He goes, I can go sixty five if you wanted to. So maybe I should get you to insure for me and through Shannon. And also that. another good thing that classic cars like that can do is if if you crash the car you say I'll agree to it for this and I want the wreck yeah, you so can, you can yeah. sell a lot yeah. of the components and get most of your money back mm. or some of your money back which is what which is what Anthony did yeah. with his XO6 mm. Turbo I know m- my friend's got a seven. he's in his 50s he's got a 72 um, a 72 Mustang uh, 350 uh, 350 Boss and I think that's in the ballpark of 120 they insured it for like mm. 110 and they said you can keep the car if it's crashed, so he'll get in excess of um, what it's what it's worth back if he were to crash it. Which touch what he doesn't. Mm. Uh, that, that, and it's good that they even because um, I know when I when I um, called him up for the charger, they told me that uh, my Mustang had gone up in value as well. No, oh, that's it. So, yeah, they told me it had gone up like probably about two and a half grand on mm. what I what I um, put it up for. So it's not bad. Well, with with my cars, um, for example, with the club cars. My Merc is insured for like nine eight, you know, and and I'm paying two hundred and thirty dollars a year insurance for that. Hey, I know uh, I've got a unit out there we can use. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Ltd, uh, they they offered me twenty five grand. I could I could insure it up to. Really? And I was like, yeah, that's not hey. necessary. And this is Shannon's. Shannon's, yeah. Jeez, I'm gonna have to jump ship. So, um, I mean. <sighs> I've got a multi-car policy. That's why. That's why it's a bit. Ch- I've even got the dailies well, uh, on there. Today we'll be adding an F6 to that policy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, I'll put but, mine on there too. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like, my S6 is insured for 21 and a half, yeah? And I, I you know... I'm ne- nearly the same as Luca's F6. Yeah, and that's that's ridiculous. And his car's a way new well, car. Yeah. So I guess doing it online as well, but just for uh, the ba- being time. I really think Shannon's are modelled more towards the classical Classic, cars yeah. and. But you say that, but then they then they do do like I'm paying just over just over a thousand dollars a year for the F6, which mm, is pretty good. Mm. And like Avini's got a, her Accord with them, mm. um, and if we just did a claim with them, somebody hit her. And um, yeah, they're really really good to deal with. So um, well, I, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to get is if if you if they get a person that sort of gives them the inkling that they want to run on horsepower heroes, they're not going to sort of yeah. trickle into that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I reckon just call them back and say you've done minor modifications, and um, mm. so there you go. And a good thing with um, Shannon's as well, like you know how the others, if you want to pay monthly, they charge you extra. They, Shannon's, they, they Shannon's don't. don't. Mm. So whatever the the yearly value is they just split it up for you it's it. maybe I was just being too honest maybe I just got to lie like everyone else does <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be that seems to nice be nice guys finish last James and with your power you won't be finishing last so uh. <laughs> don't be a nice guy <laughs> well, right. like, well, Anthony said all you got to say is um, uh, drive the car less than 5,000 k's a year uh, <laughs> And what else? What else did he say? He's like parked in a garage at night. Yeah, parked in a garage yeah, at night. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta find the cheapest suburb. Yeah. <laughs> just say you live in a. See, you do all those things, <laughs> and then if something goes wrong, you just feign ignorance. You're just like, yeah. I don't know. I bought it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's until I bought the car. Yeah. It, I wasn't told it had any modifications. I, I knew it went okay for anything. Like still, I didn't realize it. You know what? Actually, quickly touching on that. Um, can you do that though? Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, can you just play ignorant? Like I didn't know. Abs- Look, absolutely not. Considering we're live on air, we cannot condone insurance fraud. <laughs> <laughs> what people get up to in their own private time is their decision at their, at their discretion. So in other words, yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the assessor would the assessor would come out and say that's not stock, that's not stock, and they'd say I don't know, I don't care who did it. You insured it like this, we're not covering it. Yeah. Well, that would be the bottom line. Getting into the wreck and then changing things out before the assessor comes in, which is, we totally don't advise that either. But once again, at your own discretion. <laughs> Coming from a person studying medicine, is, 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 <laughs> this isn't medical ethics. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, recommend, I highly recommend keeping your original turbo, and if anything happens, slap it on and just like, here, take it. <laughs> just put a big um, laminated photo of a different engine in there <laughs> and pop the hood and that's a normal barrel. <laughs> Actually, um, yeah. talking about that, I was talking to um, my missus' brother, and he... He's got a Nova, doesn't he? He's got a Nova. No, that's her cousin. Oh. But her brother had all, all different cars. Um, I've got to bring him in one day. and he um, So he went to a shop, uh, one of his mate's shop, and this car was built only for track. That's it. It was about cages, had everything in it. He asked him how much he wanted for it, and he goes, no, he goes, you're not going to buy it. He goes, it can't be driven on the road. He goes, watch me. So he told him, he goes, pull everything <laughs> out. So he pulled out all the cages, put out everything, put everything stock, uh, put not stock, but put everything back like a normal car. We went, came, bought the cash, gave it to him, drove it into Vic Roads, off its head, blowing off its head. This thing's just, an old lady comes out, looks at the car. She goes, oh, yeah, no worries. Went, <laughs> pay for it. Snubbed. And then oh. after, after probably about eight months, he wrapped it around the pole. Oh. Uh, that's that's the really good thing about Rick Rhodes. If you get defected by Victoria Police and they say you're going to go get it cleared from Vic Rhodes, that's the least of my worries because you look up to Vic Rhodes. Generally, it's, generally it's a generally it's a middle aged woman. She says, "Darl, have you fixed all those uh, defects?" You, you say, "Yes, ma'am, I have," and she just gives you the big tick. I was going to say we um, we had our truck defected by 
Vicar Johns. We didn't even have to take the truck in. Yeah. I just went there just went there with a the roadie and then the lady's like, all right. Depends hey. depends what it is. Yeah. If, yeah. if it's the, the high end defect where your car gets towed, it might be a different story, but mm. yeah. Yeah, coming back from Mount Bull, I got a defect for my uh yeah. my patrol. I had to get a whole bunch of things changed. The only thing I changed was the wheels and had Vic mm. Roads come out and they're like, Oh yep, all good. And yeah. I had a three inch dump. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, that's right. You, you get the defect of the fringe dump and they check the wheels. Yep, yeah, done. <laughs> All good. <laughs> Go home and pop uh, back on. Uh, should have seen imagine, diesel coming out. The <laughs> I smoked her out. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a lady comes out, she's like, you got an external wastegate, sir. <laughs> My husband's a car enthusiast and I know exactly what that is, Mr. Buckland. A canary, again. <laughs> hey, I've got a question for you, Matt. Yeah, mate. If I was to ever get defected or it was ever found out that I didn't have a catalytic converter, what is the fine for that? Massive. Over 10 grand, I believe. But is it, is it, is it a potential yeah, fine or is it a mandatory fine that will be enforced? I think it's a mandatory because it's mandatory. EPA. It's tested. Really? Positive, literally slap you with the fine on the spot. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Medical Doctor, is 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 E eighty five a safer burning petrol than uh, than and then uh, ninety eight petrol? In a court of law, <laughs> uh, I'd you could make the argument, but it's probably about the same. Yeah. The one thing you can say is just because you're. It's I heard it's a lot cleaner. Well, yeah. one, one of the biggest points of it is you're generating the ethanol through plants. Yes, so you're kind oh, of okay. offsetting a bit of the. So carbon. so so the byproducts of burning ethanol eighty five are very similar to the byproducts of burning ninety eight. Most of the time, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, it just depends. You you still want those catalytic converters? Mm, okay. Uh, right. 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 Which you do have. I do. Yes, I do. I yes. Do. I mean, you being the 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 smart lawyer yourself, Buckland, mm. uh, you would know that um, there, there would be loopholes around things, though. Honestly, yeah. So. Well. Uh, as soon as you hear something like "may be enforced," you generally think, "All right, that 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 could be bought down to two, three hundred bucks." I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna Google that. Um, <laughs> that fine. Yeah. I'm just I'm scared for you, James. To be honest. Why is someone reported me to the? the <laughs> well, after this radio session, <laughs> the police are waiting outside. <laughs> what's, your, what's your number plate again? Uh, <laughs> are you uh, getting custom plates? The, the, I think it's a New South Wales number plate at the moment. Starts with <laughs> starts with C. <laughs> um, got a got a text message from Rob. Uh, Rob's like his FGX. Uh, sorry, his FG XI6 50th anniversary turbo is is insured for twenty six grand. So. I think we got to we got to talk to Shannon's with your car because yeah. that's that's um that's not maybe it's not a real F six, <laughs> maybe it's an imposter, who knows? Yeah, you're missing that VIN badge, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, um, so it's it's an interesting topic though, insurance companies, because there's so many different companies, so many different rules. I mean, it's really important to read the um. To read the PDSs and stuff, isn't it, um, James? Especially being being a, being a lawyer yourself, like you'd recommend that, right? Um, look, you say you read the fine print, but no one really does, and they they, they can't put too many stupid things in there that really aren't realistic. Because if you go to the court, the court will say, "Mate, this is just ridiculous." You, 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 yes and no, yes and no. It really just depends. It really just depends. We're gonna go to our last break, and I'll be right back after this. We're we're back on. Yes, quiz, car quiz. Uh, Give James a quick quiz about the Arbaro right now. Oh, jeez. Oh. Rip, rip some questions out. Oh, well, I'll, I'll give you a quick question. Just just one question because I haven't right. set up anything for tonight. The code name for the barrel was the what? Code name? Yeah, when they, when they were making, when they were developing it. 
I honestly don't know. It's called the gull. All oh, right. Why? Because seagulls, because they shit on everything. Really? <laughs> is that right? Uh, it's legit. Yeah. That, that is that is uh, a very very true story. <laughs> the gull. <laughs> the gull. Hey, I shit on you. <laughs> So good, good piece of a. And in retrospect, history. that really is the truth. Yes. It has happened, yeah, in Australian car scene, anyway. Definitely, um, mm. but like, I, I know this is like a heavily you know car build episode, especially with your um with your with your Barrow build. But they are getting noticed all around the world, though. Like there is a there is a Barrow Volvo in in Sweden now. Um, that's that like you know Barrows in the states are getting there now. So the, yeah, so the Barrows are getting pretty popular in the states. Um, and they're also getting really popular engine conversions. I know there's a, an R32 GTR with a Barrett conversion running around at the moment in excess of a thousand horsepower. That's been a really successful build. Oh, really? But yeah, in the United States, they're definitely becoming more recognised. Yes. Have you mm. seen? Um, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook or anything, but the white F6 that's in Dubai. There's a white F6 in Dubai. I haven't. Smart man. Driven by a sheik, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, you want to hope so, it's driven by a sheik. Yeah. The sheik, the sheik Jane, <laughs> <laughs> The sheik Jane. Yeah, no joke, uh, no joke. I couldn't believe it. So a white sort of, F6. A white F6, yeah. Look yeah. it up. I'm not even joking. What, what's next on the quiz? I want to pick his brain, see, uh, see if he's all Mr. Barry talks about. <laughs> um, I was also going to say... Uh, mechanic that got your car roadworthy the other day is doing a barrow conversion build at the moment. Really? Um, and he's putting a, uh, t- a FG turbo barrow motor in a GQ Patrol. Uh, that's you- getting popular now in the Forbies, the mm. barrows. Uh, we, we all know Anthony's doing his in his arm in his Toyota Crown, um, which will go pretty pretty well. Uh, I've seen other ones. Yeah, I've seen a fair few done for full jobs actually. So. And Rob's got a really famous one, uh, which is in which is in an old '66 Mercedes, which uh, which is a which is a lot of fun. I've got a question for you, Matt. Yes, we hear a lot about billet blocks. We get a billet a billet GTR block or a or a billet two J block. Have you ever heard of a billet barra block? And do you think in the future there will be a move towards uh, billet barra blocks as the barra blocks start to phase out? Or less become available. Well, funny story. That, that, funny that you've mentioned that. Um, Dynamite Performance, I believe, mm-hmm. are doing a in the process of currently developing a billet block now. Wow! So, Which would be the first, first ever one. So, yes. so c- considering two Js and IBs and stuff have had billet blocks for a while, but you got to remember those engines are have had probably fifteen years more te- like in terms of you know aftermarket technology and tech for them. Before the barra, and barras are only Australia, really. and beyond that, you can really get a barra block from any variant of Ford and turn thing. it into an XR6 turbo engine. Correct? Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so now Dynamite Performance from memory have got that 2,000 horsepower um, that drag car. That's they do, they do. So he's got like a 60 psi. Um, oh. No, they'll pump a 60 pound in it. 60, uh, really? Precision, 60. yeah, precision wow. turbo, dual weight, yep, dual weight skate. Um, so. Doing sixty pound of boost, mm-hmm. and it's finally just started to show cracks on the on the surface of the block after two thousand horsepower, which is pretty bloody good for two thousand. Mm. Yeah, it so is. over two thousand horsepower actually. So, um, so they're like, you know, that's after like multiple passes and multiple, you know, beat like they beat on this thing. Not bad. Uh, good size. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they beat on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. That's after multiple like you know, uh, passes and you know it's uh, it's the quickest barrel powered anything in in the world currently, so 
for that, for that, that's just just to start, just to start showing some, you know, some cracking in the like that's some serious. That's um, that. I mean, it, it shows how good that the actual block is. That now they're just saying, okay, we've gone to the point of <laughs> now we we've got too much block, so we've run out of engine block. Now we need to go billock, uh, billet. Um, I'm excited to see where that leads because that's like considering that people are doing 2,000 horsepower and making it last for considerable amounts of time. Where are we going to get with billet, which is just going to be insane. Mm. Yeah, all we need is to make them all-wheel drives, and we'll be keeping up with the R32s. Well, <laughs> I've seen some uh, some all-wheel drive conversions though, like Ford. Yeah, really. Um, yeah. So uh, a guy with an, uh, a G6 E Turbo put the Territory uh, ZFs uh, in, yes, running auto, all-wheel drive. Yeah, all-wheel and all-wheel also, drive. there'd be those F6Xs yeah, and correct. Territory Turbos all-wheel drive. all-wheel drive. So they've been pretty much taking uh, them out, yeah. um, swapping the Megatronics, so like you know, because they're, they're all unique to that to that engine in that car. Popped it in, underneath. Um, put the you know the, <laughs> hooked up the front drive shafts and yeah an all-wheel drive barra. It's been done in a few X6 turbos. It's been done in a few G6C turbos. But um, only issue is like yes, like the, the only issue is that they're all ZF, so they're all automatic. Um, which is if you want a manual, I'm, I'm sure you could manually convert it. You might need probably like a like a different. You, you, I'd say you probably need like a uh, like a GDR box or something at, at that point. Um, but and, and and about fifty thousand dollars worth of engineering, engineering. expertise. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you want to sell your F six ball? Uh, <laughs> well, after hearing all this, <laughs> I, I tell you what though. On a serious note, what would you rather, an F six FG or a GDS? Like a GDS Monaro. HSV, yeah. uh, new HSV, GTS. Well, it's, 2015, It really depends what year GTS. 2018 okay, GTS, no, Series no, no, no. 2. So VF Series 2? VF Series 2 GTS. You you I'd go VF Series 2 GTS. Over yeah, so F6, I would. Yeah. GTS over okay. Let's say 2015. Oh, how about year for year, GTS or F6, 2012? Ye- year for year, I would take... The F6. When, when did they and, bring the LSA out? And you, you'd that also, was late 2012, wasn't you'd it? You'd also argue... Yeah. No, that's my next point. Yeah. What about the Malou? Let's not worry. You'd also <laughs> argue that as it comes to VF, it gets more competitive from Holden. So that's VE, right. you'd always go with the uh, F6. If it was the VE generation, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Because um, I know 2012 they brought up the. Was it 2012 they brought up the VF? Or was it 2013? Uh, 2013, I think. I think I'm not sure. So um, if it's the 2012, 20 versus 2012, like like an early you know, E3 GDS. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take the, I'd take the um, Barra all day, but. Like those those LSA powered oh, yeah. Commodores and uh, and um, you know Malus and stuff they they just they're, they're insane so and you really can't argue that interior finishing is anything like Ford because Holden just destroy Ford in that sort of area I tell you that much they definitely do um, so we are out of time for tonight. Uh, We've got we've got a bit of a crisis. I think Luca ran out of catalytic. Luca doesn't have a catalytic converter. <laughs> this is this is an EPA pollution issue at this point. Sorry <laughs> about James' he's exhaust. Def- he's definitely. I'm going straight through five. Yeah, he's fine. It smells like ninety one. Shout, shout out to Nana. She's listening. Yes, yeah, message. Shout, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, her and shout out to everybody that's listening to the show and on the podcast. If you missed any, any if you missed any of our previous episodes, that will up on shoutengine.com or wherever you get your uh, your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Um, Car talk with Manny J. So look up Car Talk T O R Q U E with Manny J. Uh, if you miss any of your, or also we've also got other content on our Facebook page as Car Talk T O R Q U E with Manny J on Facebook. Um, Doctor Rock show on a Monday night and Thursday night. Listen to his shows here on 98.9 Northwest FM. And before my show on a Tuesday, we've got um, 
the Tuesday Review with Nathan, Callum and James, as well as an important show on a Saturday, Alan. We've got Sunrise Arcade from 10 to 11am every Saturday. Yeah. So all your video game needs. Um, so thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks, James. No worries. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. have to get James on in a couple of weeks to see the results. Yes, yes. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll... Uh, Matty can put up on his Facebook page a link to my turbo, which is actually online. It's on a Facebook page at the moment. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely do that. Thanks, Tyrone, for coming on. No worries. And um, <laughs> I will see you guys next time. Take it easy.